Thank you, Lord, that your word is always fresh and new. Um, your manna, like you sent manna in the desert, it's fresh and new, and in our hearts it ministers, Lord. It's powerful, quick and powerful. And so, as Angela shares with us this morning, thank you for what you've laid on her heart, and that you'd, you'd bless your word to our hearts this morning, Lord. And so, we just commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. morning we so my name is Angie I'm Brian's assistant when we travel and as he takes teams we go around the world then I am the one that helps coordinate all of that and take helps take care of them and gets us where we need to go and hopefully on time most of the time but back home I'm also the associate pastor of our church and I uh, am a mom I have two boys they're 25 and 23. My oldest actually is on a flight right now and should be here by 5 o'clock this evening. This will be his second time to come, so I'm super excited about that. I do a lot of inner healing work at home. I run an inner healing ministry there as well, and I love it. I love to see God come in and change the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we think about him, and the way that we think about others we got to get rid of the lies that the enemy has had us believe through wounds, right? Because he does that. He's real good at that. Started probably at a very young age, and we didn't even know it. And I love to get to do this. This is fun. I love to get to travel and meet new people, and we love to get to pray for one another and uh, bless the where we go. But, but it's also a blessing to us as we get to come and minister to you guys and, and other, the other churches. So we have right now with us a team of 16. By Tuesday afternoon, we'll have a team of 28 here in Durban. Yeah, and so when we come back Wednesday, there will be, oh, I'm sorry, 27. One of them changed his plans. So when we come back Wednesday, there will be 27 of us. So yeah, that'll be fun. I hope you guys come with us. We've been up to that area a couple of times, and we have seen some amazing things last year. There was a woman who'd had a stroke who was walking with a cane, and by the time we were leaving, she walked up the hill. I don't know if you guys have been there, but she walked up the hill without that cane by herself. And then I think I heard that she walked here the next Sunday from however far that is. It's quite far, isn't it? Do you know? Yeah, without the cane, because she wanted to know who this Jesus was that came and healed her and saved her. So... This is, so as I said, we're spread across the city this morning, and so, but with me this morning, I have the pleasure of having Beata, who was amazing with the flags. Did you see that? That was beautiful. Emmanuel and Alexius, and I'm actually going to have them come up this morning. We never know what we're going to do until we get here, although we're always prepared because the Bible tells us to be prepared in season and out, and so we love to just give prophetic words and Words of encouragement, but also words of knowledge. If anybody needs any healing, then we want to do that. So we're going to do that first. Come on up. Because it's also never about the man or woman behind this thing. It's always about the body of Christ doing what Christ commissioned us to do, which was to go lay hands on the sick, right? 
And that's what we love to, to practice and show that we can all do this, whether it's here or whether it's in the marketplace. So if anybody has anything either healing or prophetic or whatever, then you are free to share it. And awkward silence is okay. I'll ask uh, this girl in the red to stand up. I just want to encourage you that God sees you and um, he, he knows what you were going through. And I think he um, won't break off the shame of you. Whatever happened in the past, he doesn't remember that. And you are available, you are beautiful, you are his daughter. Um, he's proud of you and he's waiting for you every day. So I think he's inviting, inviting you to the deeper relationship with him and to trust him. And he wants to change whatever seems too impossible to be changed. Amen. Does it make sense? So also for her, the word that I hear um, for you as she was calling you to stand up, you can stay seated, it's fine. Um, but the Lord speaks that word, um, selah, over you, which if I'm remembering correctly, please correct me, pastor, um, or any other biblical scholars in the room, um, is pause. It's just a, it's a pause to wait with um, expectation, but just, but waiting. So it's okay it's okay. Do you have something for her? Yeah, so I think, hang on, sorry, just a second. What, what Alexius is saying is to wait on the Lord. He's coming and he's bringing the peace and the answers and the, and the relief and the rescue and the, and the things that you need, okay? Um, there's a lady from the worship. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, so and uh, yes. <laughs> so I saw when you sing, uh, your your voice it's like a fire which comes. So um, praise the Lord, and He releases your fire through your singing, through your worship, and it will set on fire the world around you. Do you mind standing up again? <laughs> Thank you. Um, as we were singing, one of my favorite things to do in worship songs is change the words. Because when we read the words that are written, they were written in that moment, and it's, it was good in that moment, and it's still good. But there's a new moment every day. Every, every moment is new. And I noticed that you were doing that um, this morning as we were singing together. And I just wanted to release a deeper creativity um, to you in that space, as well as authority to walk in the kingdom um, and to use your voice as a tool 
the first word I wrote down, I wrote this down, um, and I can give that to you later if you want, but the first word I wrote down was weapon, like the, that your voice was like a weapon, and the Lord's like, no, that's, that's true, but that's not what he's saying to you right now in this moment. He's saying it's a tool. It's a tool that creates beauty. It's a tool that releases his kingdom, and it's a tool. A tool is something that you have to partner with. The, the, the tool works, does the work, but the person wielding the tool provides the, the energy. And so there's that divine partnership between you and heaven and what the Lord is creating on earth through your voice um, and through that creative um, space, that time that you spend in intimacy with him will build the beautiful kingdom. It'll help bring about what everybody else here dreams about as well. And I also want to encourage you that he wants to uh, increase his presence on your worship. Uh, so just go deeper and he will, will be increasing. And even in these difficult moments when you are alone on the stage, <laughs> I know how, it's dif how difficult it is, but he's proud of you and he will increase uh, his anointing because of your faithfulness and you will change the atmosphere in the places where you go and where you worship him. Did you notice that it shifted at the end when, and when you started singing even in your prayer language, things shifted in this room and it was phenomenal. Yeah, well done. What, what is your name? Kanya. Kanya, okay, I like that. Oh, light. Oh, well, of course it does. So we bless you to continue to be the light that you were created to be. Amen. You guys are have an amazing worship leader. Don't you just love that? That's amazing. Thank you so much. Anything else? Okay. I don't know if that's the right time. Is it right? So this is for the, the whole, for everybody here. Um, sometimes people get singled out and sometimes you don't. Like sometimes you you can receive the things that are said to other people because they they hit your heart and those and you can claim that as your own as well. But this is something that the Lord said uh, about your body this morning as we have this privilege of worshiping with you today. Um, I I see um, all of your seats full um, and you're waiting and there's um, a divine expectation. And um, the Lord's, there is a specific wording over it. Let's see if I can read it without my glasses. Um, the Lord is filling them from the bottom up. It's coming, so stay expectant. Don't get complacent. So the, the picture I have is of a glass, and sometimes we say people see the glass half empty or half full. The Lord sees your glass is half full. And this is, this is for you. This is for you. All right? Your glass is, is more than half full. Stay expectant. Stay in this place of waiting and, and be patient. Because it's been a long time coming, but there is more to come. Um, I just want you to stay this girl with. Yeah. 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 I just have this sense that God wants to bring hope into your life. Uh, there will be some things which seems to have, you know, you have no hope or uh, something sad is trying to stop you. But I, I have this impression that the Lord is saying, 
rejoice in me because um, my joy, joy in the Lord is your strength and have hope, have trust and the things will change and you are not forgotten. Uh, he smiles over you. He loves your smile. He loves to talk to you. He loves to be with you. So have trust and um, wait on him. Thank you, guys. We'll do some more of ministry at the end for sure. Alexius, I love that you said complacent because don't we all grow complacent in our lives with the Lord, with one another, with just things? We grow complacent in our walk with Jesus. And sometimes we are just holding on until Jesus returns. We're tired of this and we only are waiting, could you just come back now? But if I'm being honest, and I'm going to just be honest, so forgive me if I sound very harsh, but that's a little selfish if we're only holding on until Jesus returns. Because what that means is that we're not looking at the... Because we're so uh, tired of the brokenness out there, we're not looking at the brokenness out there. We're not seeing the brokenness out there that needs Jesus. How are they ever going to know him if it isn't us? We are the light of the world, right? We are the ones who carry his presence. We are the ones who are supposed to not just proclaim his love, because I can tell you that my darling, darling, darling grandmother, who was the sweetest, sweetest Jesus lover in my life growing up, no matter how many times she told me I needed to go to church or I needed Jesus or and I needed to quit doing that, none of that ever changed what I did. <laughs> it was his kindness that wooed my heart. It was the demonstration of her love to me and for me and not just necessarily through her words. It was because of the way she loved me, and we have to give that away, right? So 1 John 4 says, dear friends, let us love one another. That doesn't just mean I only love you sitting here or in any other church that we go to. One another means one another, one another, one another out the doors as well. Because God said, Jesus said, for God so loved the world. That, that didn't just mean us, because we wouldn't be us if we didn't get here through him loving the world, right? For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And I, I believe that we were all born of God, but then corruption came and we chose a life different of God, and then we have to come back. And that is how we ended up here. I did not know the Lord for most of my adult, young adult life. As I said, my grandmother was the most Jesus-loving person I did know, so if I went to church, it was usually with her. But in my education years, academic years, I didn't, and I was the word that I used is naughty. I was quite naughty. And then I had children, 
and went to church a little bit when they were younger, but didn't stay in church. Uh, and met a woman who invited me to church every single time I ran into her. We lived in a small town, and she was another mom. And I finally, after a year, because sometimes we're slow, thought, oh, I bet that's the Lord getting my attention. And my sons were about seven and nine at the time, and they kept saying, Mom, we really want to go back to church. And I, and I would say, but I, I was partying, and I wanted to keep going out. And, and every weekend, I would hear the Lord say, how about you don't do that this weekend? And how about you like come go to church? And I thought that once I stopped, I knew I would eventually do it, but I thought once I stopped that that would be the end of my fun life and that my boring life would begin, and I wasn't willing to give that up yet. Little did I know that that was the boring life, and this is much funner, if that's the word. And so finally, after about a year, I thought, oh, that's God. And so I went to church, at this church that my friend was going to, which was very different than my Baptist background, these people raised their hands during worship, and they moved, and there was more than a piano, and there was more than a choir, and they said hallelujah and amen during the sermon, and <laughs> they, they did things that I, I knew probably were not of the Lord, right? But I was so moved I argued with myself for a week that I was not going back to that church. But the spirit of the Lord in me was like, no, you are. And I literally, you guys probably think I'm crazy. You can pray for me later. But I literally was arguing with myself, Angie, you are going back to that church. And I said, no, I'll go to the Baptist church down the street where I know it's safe. No, you will go back to that church. <laughs> so... I ended up back at that church, and I've never left. So that was where I met, fully like met and had an encounter with Jesus. And that's different, right, than just having a relationship is different than having religion, right? We, I, as he said earlier, I'm from Oklahoma, which is in the belt buckle of the Bible belt. So everybody goes to church and everybody knows Jesus, but a lot of times we do it to check off the box, and a lot of times we do it just to say that we've done it for the week and because it's what you're supposed to do. And, and they said yes, and I, I'm not speaking to their salvation. I'm just saying my life changed when I met the man of love because all my life before that, that's what I was looking for was love. And I didn't have it until I encountered him. And everything changed from that point on. And how do we not want everyone else that we encounter to have that same experience? Let us love one another, for love comes from God. God is love. Since he loved us, we also ought to love one another. Do I get it right every day? Absolutely not. We went to Asbury back in February. I don't know if you guys heard of everything going on there. And I am not old enough in the Lord to have ever experienced any other revival or outpouring. 
So when I went, I said, Lord, I don't know why I'm going, but whatever you have for me, please, I want to make sure that I'm not going for, like, it's a waste of my time. And you could feel the presence of God the moment that you stepped into that place. But it wasn't, I'm, I'm vineyard, so we, we have a lot of physical manifestations of the presence of God, which I love. I love joy. I love laughter. I don't mind people rolling on the floor. I don't mind them shaking and falling out of chairs, all of that stuff. Because when you encounter that, it's like electricity in your body. And a lot of times that's going to happen to you. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. But that wasn't happening here. It was just holy and reverent. And I said, when I leave, I want to shine like Moses just because I want people to know that I know you and I want them to ask so I have a reason outside of the normal to tell them why I'm shining. It's because I love you. But I'm obviously not glowing because nobody has come up to me yet and said something. <laughs> so, But I said I will be the kindest person to everyone that I meet, no matter their attitude and their behavior, I will be the kindest person. And not kind for the world's sake, but kind because God is kind, right? And no matter how they're behaving, I get to be kind. Well, that doesn't always still happen. I was at the gym a few weeks ago before we left, and it was hectic for us as we were preparing to come, the enemy really was not happy that we were coming. And I had had a week, and I didn't like anybody. And this one man at the gym was throwing the weights around and using the machines and making everything crash. And I just was, and I'm, my face is, sometimes my face tells stories that are not necessarily true of what's happening in here, but sometimes they are. And my face was not good. And I could feel it, and I'm just looking, and I'm sorry, I'm going to use you as an example, but I love you, and my face towards you right now is just the example. But I remember just looking at him like, what is wrong with you? And the putts, putts came to mind, and I was like, you are such a putz. And then I thought, Angie, what is wrong with you that you are so aggravated by this man over there in the corner, he is obviously broken and needs attention, and that's why he's doing this. And finally, I hear, you're being tested. I thought, well, I don't like that, not at all. I don't know if it's a test from the Lord or a test from the enemy, but either way, I'm not failing. I'm not failing. And so I had to work for quite some time to get myself back to this place where I could quit being so putsy myself and <laughs> get out of my bad attitude and get out of myself and step back into seeing people for the way that God sees them because that's really what we want to do and that's just it I just when we I, I know that I know it's hard it's hard out there and I have been here enough times to know that you guys have a lot going on with ESCOM and corruption and all of the things. But I think every country around the world has its own set of stuff, right? We all have our own set of stuff. Your people are lovely. You all are lovely. I've met some of the kindest people here. 
that I've come across in all of our travels. And even in the midst of all of that, in our complacency, let us not forget to be love. We can't just proclaim it. We have to demonstrate it. We have to show them what he really looks like. And that means, if it means just being kind, then it means just being kind. That's different, isn't it, than what they experience. I don't know. I know at home, Alexius, right, if you go to the store, people are so engrossed in their phones. They will walk in front of you. They don't pay any attention. They're not, I mean, they don't see you at all. And I did actually, I was walking in the mall yesterday. We were here at La Lucia. And this, I'm walking, and this group of men just cut me off. There was a, a, a number of them. It's like, okay, you were here first. That's, and I wanted to be smart, Alec. I was like, no, it's, it's good. So I just smiled really big and let them all through and said, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. So let's, let's, uh, let's pay attention to the people in front of us. Because if we don't demonstrate it, who is going to? If we can't get out of our complacency, and I think that was a spot-on word, then who is going to? Who's going to change things? And maybe you're tired and weary and waiting on the Lord to do something different in your life, and we'll get to that in a minute. I'm just waiting on the Lord now. So I'm going to do it this way. Because I love to do this too. I want you to just all close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. And I want you to repeat this after me. Jesus, you are love. And you came for us with your love. You came so that we may know the Father. You broke that veil so there was no longer a separation. Thank you for loving us wherever we were, wherever we are, and not allowing us to stay complacent, to stay weary, to lose hope, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I have forgotten to love the one in front of me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry 
if I've become selfish, just waiting for you to return. Let my heart grow 10 sizes today so that I can love others again. Would my eyes be open, my ears be open, all of my senses be moved to what you're doing to those around me. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Did anybody, and you can be, well, I hope that you are completely honest. You're all Christians, right? Did anybody feel a shift or sense a shift or notice anything in that prayer for you or even for the room? Yeah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. I have been blessed and refreshed today more than words can actually say. But I just want to say to the team that have come here today, thank you. And the thoughts that came to me was the river of life that flows from the throne of grace is going to flow through you continually to refresh, to heal, to strengthen, to encourage. And it never stops flowing. So bless you all and thank you. Thank you, Anne. So I can't just get up here and talk about this, right? Because I'm telling you that it's more than proclamation if we don't do some demonstration. So one of the things that we definitely love to do is to pray for others. And one of the main things that we do is pray for the sick out in the streets. Um, Because Jesus said to go lay hands on the sick and they would recover. And he didn't just mean here. So who has any pain in their body right now? Who has some, some knee issues going on? Is there anybody with pain in their knees? Hips, ankles, legs, feet, back, shoulders. Thank you. <laughs> any body parts whatsoever? Come up here. <laughs> Come here. Turn, turn and face. You're going to, sorry, I'm going to move you. There you go. You're going to face one another. Nope, you're going to look at her and she's going to look at you right there. She can make two, two lines. There. Oh, I love it. Yeah, perfect. This is great. So what is going on with you? 
Um, I've got a bruised nerve in my toe. Uh, it's been bruised about six months now. And when I wear closed shoes, um, the, the sensation is not good because of the pressure of the shoe against um, the toe. Um, it's taken an exceptionally long time to heal. And I just would like prayer that it speeds up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it in pain right now? Well, it's slightly numb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what is your thing? Oh, I have musculoskeletal problems, um, okay. short leg, scoliosis. So I have a lot of pain um, okay. down my left side. Long, long. Uh, long yeah. List. A long laundry yeah, list. Oh, a long-lasting. Yes. Lifelong. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we carry the kingdom of God in us, right? And we get to give it away, even in the midst of our own pain. So we can do this here. We can, we can pray for one another in church. That's simple, right? You guys pray for one another all the time, don't you? This is not hard. You know the words. You know all the right words. You know all the wrong words, whatever the words. You know all the lengthy words, all the short words. I want to make this very, very simple. What's your name? Allison. Allison, and this is my new friend Penny, right? Uh-huh. I want you to just hold her hand and look at her and give her your best smile. That's not a smile. I need you to like really just give her your very best smile. Oh, <laughs> that's a good smile. That's great right there. Now check your foot. The numbness. Check for the numbness. Okay. See, I need you to keep smiling at her. <laughs> you're doing you're doing a fabulous job now check it again check for the numbness okay I know it's very awkward it's very awkward I know yeah one more time check check for the numbness okay but it's still there Okay. All right. We'll 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 help the awkward. No, we're not done. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, but but we're going to we're not done until this is done. So, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. That you've lessened the numbness. Now make it all go. Now make it all go right now. Definitely it's getting better. Okay. One more time. Jesus. Thank you. That all the numbness is going. That all the numbness is going. It's gone. It's gone. Really? For now. No, 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 no. Not for now. Yeah. Okay. 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 But it's but it's so much better. And it started with just a smile, right? You guys, you see this. We can just look at one another with kindness and healing comes. We've seen this. We've been here a week, and we've seen this at least over a hundred times, just with a smile out on the streets more than in the church. All right? Yeah. Uh, now you get to give her your best smile. Okay. <laughs> You're doing great. What was your pain level when you came up here? Whoa. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, keep your eyes open. 
Okay, keep your eyes open and look at her because the Spirit of God just fell on her. Uh -huh. I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's important when you do pray for people is that you keep watch because the Lord just came. Mm -hmm. And he is doing, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you experiencing? Powerful spirit. Yeah, it feels as if it's loosening up a bit. Mm. Yeah. Come, Holy Spirit, and finish the work that you've started in my friend, Lord. We command this body straighten up right now in Jesus name this lifelong condition has to go we break that curse over Allison right now in Jesus name thank you Lord thank you Lord yeah right there it is yeah mm -hmm. yeah Allison, he knows all the pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? <laughs> Overwhelmed. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. How's your body feel? Loose? Relaxed? Okay. Yeah? Okay. All right. I'm going to let Beata pray for that twinge to go away. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You guys, your friends just got healed. That's something to celebrate, hey? That's amazing. Come here, my friend. Do you guys step this way to the side? And you? What is wrong with you, my darling? Oh, we want everybody to see you. What is wrong with you, my darling? It's my knee. Your knee? Yeah. I said that, and you just sat there. <laughs> just teasing. I'm just teasing. What is wrong with your knee? The swollen. The swollen. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay. And and for you? My feet. feet. Um, yeah, they're numb at the bottom. Oh, it's peripheral okay. neuropathy. Okay. Come mm. here for a minute. Hang on, hang on just a second real quick. Come here. You just got healed of numbness. What's your name? Marik. Say it again. Marinella. Marinella. All right. There you go. <laughs> Give her your best smile, Penny. You just got healed of numbness. Now she's got neuropathy. We want this to go. Oh, whatever. You have a beautiful smile. You can, you can, yeah. Feels a bit better, okay? Mm. All right. One more time. 
Keep smiling. I know. Sometimes you only have a split second with somebody, like in a shop, and this may be all you get to do. So go for it. Okay, check your feet. Okay, wiggle your toes. Nobody will mind. Oh. Yeah? That's okay. Now, Penny, it feels better. All right, say Jesus. Thank you for healing me. Freely I received, and freely I give away. In Jesus' name. Yeah, that's okay, isn't it? If Jesus had to pray twice, sometimes we may have to pray more than that, right? Yeah. How are they feeling? Okay. Not 100%. Is, what's the neuropathy from? Anything specific? Okay. It just came about? Yeah. Okay. One more time. Okay. Jesus. Thank you, Beth. You're making my rent better and better and better. Just pray your healing on her in Jesus' name. Okay, great. That's amazing. Yes. Amen. That's okay. That's right. Well, you're going to pray for our friend with the knee. And even in your pain still, right, you can give away what you were given, right? So she's got a swollen knee, so just hold her hands and give her your best smile. Now check your knee. Okay. Smile again. How's the pain? Okay. Jesus, thank you that you are healing me. You command all the pain out of me in Jesus' name. What is it high, medium, or low? Is it high, medium, or low? Medium pain, okay. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. We command all the pain to leave right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You can go from medium to low. You can go all out. 
change his event. Hey. Come on. Is it all gone? Check your swelling. Look at that. Now check your check your feet. Are you better? Okay. What's wrong with you? Okay. Put your hand on her shoulders and smile really quick. I'll do that. So we're going to do multiple things at one time. Um, if you have pain, you do not have to wait for it to um, be called out from here. Please just come up to the front. But um, for those of us in this room that are grandparents. Um, I'm gonna start with grandmothers and then we'll talk to grandfathers. But if you're a grandmother in this room, if you would please just stand up. If you have grandchildren, wherever, please, do you mind standing up? Yeah, stand up. If you, if you have spiritual grandchildren, if you have um, people in your life that are um, prayer targets for you. The Lord is um, wanting to speak specifically to you and honor you and thank you for the deposit that you have given um, into the next generations because those seeds that you have planted through the love and the honor that you have given them, the prayer that you have prayed into their parents into the children, into the next generations, those seeds are eternal. Those seeds are eternal. They will bear fruit. So it's a word of encouragement for you. So if there are grandfathers in the room, if you would stand up. If you have grandchildren and you're a grandfather, if you would stand up. The Lord wants to honor. So the, the grandmother and the grandfather in scripture um, are Anna and Simeon in the temple, right? So as this is going on, we want to celebrate with them too. We're seeing the kingdom happen in, in, in many ways at, all at once. <laughs> at the same time, the active healing of the Lord in this moment, but how the Lord also sees the eternal from the beginning to the end. It all is happening at once, and that's okay. I'm sorry if it feels chaotic, but it's just the way the kingdom works sometimes. So for grandfathers in the room, I don't have a specific word except for I just thank you. As the recipient of um, four generations of history in um, missionary work, I thank you for the deposits that you've planted in the kingdom of God. And I thank you that it doesn't end with four generations. It goes on into eternity. So I just want to encourage you to continue, even though it feels like you might, be, it might have done so much already. I just encourage you to just continue. There's still more to do. There's still more. 
So keep your eyes open and your ears expectant for the voice of the Lord in this place. So thank you. <laughs> 